0: How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Soapstone. My name is Jake, and I'm joined by my co-host, as always, Dave. How's it going tonight, Dave? It's going delightful. How are you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty well. I got the uh, the jab, as they call it in the UK. Um, is that where you infamous? just walk <laughs> up to somebody
1: you don't hold shield and you let them get a punch in? <laughs> yeah, just
0: one one gentleman, one that's <clears throat> accepting of one gentleman. Uh, but now booster shot. Which I think was approved for general population sometime last month, and approved for my body
1: uh, a few weeks ago. <laughs> I got the the Buster shot. Oh. It's the exact same thing. There's the guy comes out in a Mega Man outfit. <laughs> uh, just, you have to pay a little bit extra, but I think it's worth it. That's pretty good.
0: I was I was thinking of uh, I have no sequitur to this, but it's the Terry Busta move. Oh, like Buster Wolf, Buster Wolf. Yeah, there you go. That's Buster Wolf. Yeah, it's the way he says it, though. It's um. Anyways, you look up the soundbite. I'm not going to insert it. <laughs>
1: I thought he says, "Are you okay?"
0: Well, he has multiple. There's like, "Are you okay?" And then like, Buster Wolf. I think based off of his uh because his "Are you okay?" is slide across the screen and that's the your... Buster Wolf. Okay. Hmm think maybe, maybe it's the, the same military move, enough right? I think it's different based off of um, whether he's above or below 100 whether it's the special one or not oh I think that's why there's two different voice lines that are confused in my head right now but um, nobody cares about that I feel like <laughs> we
1: abstracted just enough to get out of like uh, direct liability uh-huh. it could be this other variable I'm like I can't really prove that right or wrong <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh man
0: but I'm glad you're doing well. I am also doing well for the time being. We'll, we'll do maybe I'll do another update later next time be like, all right, and what was day two like? But so <laughs> terrible. <far> it's <laughs> um, but it's nice, you know, gotta be gotta be prepped for the upcoming
1: land party, which is gonna be a thing that happens. And just like with other types of prep air quotes, you have to drink a lot of fluids beforehand. Mm-hmm. Uh, cleanse your body gotta be right. ready mm-hmm. I mean I do that's <laughs> sorry speaking of fluids um,
0: there was a thing that we got from Trader Joe's recently and it's like it's like a red juice and it's got like beets and stuff in it I'm, I'm gonna spoil this for you Jake it's beet juice <laughs> it, it tastes terrible it tastes so bad I was like all right let me try this sip it okay that's really bad maybe it'll get better continue to sip it this is like unbelievably bad there's no nothing good about this it has to be the healthiest thing i've ever drinking a drink, in,
1: per drink. Um, so is it like a fresh veggie medley kind of like mm-hmm. carrot juice plus x
0: yeah but not like in a any sort of v8 we've injected this with a lot of sugar or salt to make mm-hmm. it palatable much more like we just cracked open a couple beets, <laughs> you know <laughs> and uh it doesn't it just tasted so bad i actually had um jenny try it because she originally purchased it this like healthier drink thing to try and she's like no (laughs) and i'm like yeah let's just throw (laughs) this out
1: (laughs) so slides are a cold glass live with your choices Mm -hmm. nope (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah it doesn't sound good at all i could theoretically see like beats in something not being terrible because mm-hmm. it's not bitter really it's kind of mild with like a little bit of sweetness but right not as sweet as a carrot mm, i don't know i just i don't want to drink vegetables let me crunch no. on some with like hummus and that'll be a fair trade mm-hmm. and hummus is also a vegetable as we know
0: yeah i think so um yeah some sort of bean or pea i think garbanzo No.
1: Yeah, it's it's garbanzo beans, which are. I think... I feel like we talked about this before. I think they're the exact same as chickpeas. They just have a different name.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Chickpeas was what I was trying to think of, but I could only think of garbanzo.
1: Um, The most Italian of beans. mm -hmm. It is I, garbanzo.
0: It's very true. Anyways. Maybe it's a circus act instead. Garbanzo circus act? I'm not familiar with that one.
1: I mean garbanzo sounds more like the name of a clown than an italian person ah gotcha like i've said the great garbanzo yeah Uh, yeah, that makes sense yeah
0: (laughs) it would be funny if it was just like the great gonzalez and you're like that's not quite right (laughs) it's
1: like it's close but that's just kind of his name right (laughs) it's this white guy he's like my parents are spanish right (laughs) okay okay i gotcha i gotcha yeah So anyways, it's been a while since we had a Dark Souls 3 episode. Yeah, we're doing the body video strat of, (laughs) oh my God, there's a thing. Let me go for it. Um, But yeah, this is our justification of having another Dark Souls 3 episode Mm -hmm. because it's a mod. It's true. Dave and Jake, Dave and Jake, didn't you have a... I like how I put my name first. I mean, it's the same order
0: I put in the description. And have for forever.
1: Do you? Um. That's so. Guys, if you're listening, this is a very wholesome moment, and I feel. Touched. I also feel bad that I never realized that because I don't read the descriptions. <laughs> it's Any mostly you know. the same thing. <laughs> episode about stuff. Um. Mm. For for people to say like, oh, did you have an episode on modding and an episode on Dark Souls three? Yes, but this is actually comprehensive enough that it's not just like an episode on dlc content right it's a pretty complex overhaul
0: yeah i don't think we've ever done a full conversion like episode before we've done you know potentially some have we done expansions for
1: anything we must have bioshock oh yeah, yeah. We, we definitely we finished infinite we're like so next week more bioshock like, Yeah, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: um that's probably an outlier though i think most of the time we don't really cover expansions
1: um no i i think the only reason we did is because of how story driven bioshock infinite was mm -hmm. compared to like it's fps mechanics we get it um it's very plot heavy but then there's like a lot that's still tied in with the dlc we're like ah it's gotta yeah
0: yeah, it's just like, do you want do you want the last couple couple chapters of the story? Or are you are you good here? You could stop and like right here, near the end of the book, without figuring out what happens.
1: You're like, no, I think I'm good, actually. You know, I'm just gonna am just gonna head to bed. No. Nobody does that. Dude, what'd you think of the Wolf Among Us chapter two? There's a chapter two? <laughs> yeah,
0: right. Although you could say the exact same thing for Life is Strange and we'd be like, Oh right. Ooh, we should yeah. probably, probably finish that. But uh yeah, I mean Dark Souls obviously an exception um not necessarily just because of content but also because we just want an excuse to talk more about dark souls i think that's
1: we do it in every episode anyway we're just titling this one officially
0: so (laughs) right (laughs) um i think there was actually foreshadowing for this in a previous episode we're like all right not talking i was playing for convergence but not talking about it yet. now we're talking about it
1: this is the, the the deep lore for the listeners for everybody listening um are you happy that it came to fruition? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> They're like, eh, I'm not really that interested in dark souls. Next episode. It's Don't like donkey's video. where We had like the three minute video of tomorrow. I'm putting out like the most heavily edited working with like the best people. Like he builds up for three minutes mm-hmm. and then it's like a shit post the next day. Donkey Kong shake or something. Yeah. yeah. This is our dark Souls shake,
0: but out of all of the games that you could make a mod for in the dark souls series, I mean, it's not going to be Bloodborne because it's on PlayStation. Sorry. Um, it's probably not going to be Sekiro because it's kind of the most self-contained and different. If you wanted to make a comprehensive Dark Souls feeling mod, Dark Souls 3 is the engine to do it in. So they did.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's it's always impressive to see how much people put into mods. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you remember the, some of the older days of mods. Typically with FPS games, where you're just like, "eh, it's buggy and a janky piece of shit," but there's a custom game, and yeah. I'll try bunny hopping. Yeah, um, mods but it's really propped up. A come lot a games. long way because I did encounter a couple of weird issues here and there, mm-hmm. but very minor and very seldom. Gotcha. I'm curious what they are. If you think you'll
0: forget about them, you might as well mention them now, and then we'll <laughs> get into the rest of it.
1: Or yeah, we sure. can it's back just, if you know you will remember. <laughs> it's I'm gonna forget. It's not that important anyway. It was mm-hmm. basically just a basic type of enemy was near a wall, and I hit them really hard with my giant weapon, and I think I hit them through the wall. Ah, gotcha. So mm-hmm. they were still alive, and I just hit them for like another chip or two and they died. So mm-hmm. it wasn't an issue. Um but yeah, that's that was really it. Yeah, I think that that's that's not really unheard of for
0: I mean, it's rare in the base game too, but speedrunners will use things like being hit to be displaced, you know, slightly through terrain for their own advantage, right? Um, So that's a reverse sort of the situation you're describing. I probably had a few tweaks with like AI because one of the things Convergence did is um, move a lot of enemies to completely different areas um, and then like rebalance them a bit. And sometimes you can kind of tell like you put like this is an exaggeration, but you're like, you put the fire demon in the hot tub and it's like, uh, it just kind of goes out and <laughs> nothing really happens. Um, it's much more the case of like, Oh, these are, these guys have ranged attacks and this area, this terrain wasn't really meant to compensate for it or something like that. But it was relatively rare. Not a big deal. I just like that. We have
1: the same fantasy of demons in hot tubs.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the next souls game. I think after Elden ring.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> um,
0: but yeah, the, we should describe what the convergence is. So how would you how would you recap this for somebody who's like maybe familiar with Dark Souls or they've heard about it, they get the gist, but they're like, why would anyone mod it? What does it add?
1: So like Dark Souls 3 as a Dark Souls game, um, I've played it multiple times and had different playthroughs, strength, magic, decks, exploring, trying to do some things a little bit faster. Uh, Because a lot of that game is just knowledge and practice, Mm -hmm. uh, and you find yourself getting a lot better at it. Um, But after you've beaten the game a couple of times, you're like, I get it, we're good, right? So, the convergence mod uh, changes so many enemies as far as like location types, it changes the map around a little bit for how some areas are connected, right? Um, visually, uh, there's a lot of a lot of changes. Mm -hmm. Um, so like the starter area is like almost all enshrouded in fire and the right. starter enemies are like are throwing fire at you and have huge fucking swords which is different from like these are just some hollows you just this is how i learned the controls right right your standard hollow jobbers work work <laughs> yeah. uh, so it's that it's uh, the addition of some new bosses um different weapons items are different upgrades for handing in souls. It's being able to fucking redo bosses to grind out materials to get for certain items. It's there's quick math here, uh, 12 different magic classes. Some of which you're familiar with, like fire and lightning or like faith builds or hex builds or boring ass magic. Um, and then there's so many others. Mm hmm. And I'm gonna stop here because I feel like I've been rambling, but like I didn't even cover it all.
0: Yeah, it's it's a lot of changes. It's absolutely a labor of love. It is released. It's not like an early access mod or anything like that. I, I I read the patch notes recently, the most recent ones, and they said they there may still be changes, but this is basically what they consider the finished product. So, um, it really does show. A lot of mods are are very broken, or you can tell that there were aspects that they never really came back and revisited that they probably planned to. And, um, that's not the case in convergence. It feels very complete. Um, and it's very much tailored for someone who's already beaten dark souls three. I think like that sounds obvious, right? You're like, yeah, play through the vanilla game first, but there are legitimately mods that make first playthroughs better for some games. And convergence is well away from that. Like, um, you talked about all of the, multi- the like all of the skills, all of the um, the different uh, builds you can have, right? And Dark Souls Three usually has little aspects of each of those builds that you might have to go off and explore and find and unlock, like through the entirety of the game. You want to do a miracle build, you're picking up miracles at all these different places throughout the game, um, and there's a little bit of that in Convergence, but it kind of doesn't care about focusing too much on the exploration and instead it's more progression focused by making it available early.
1: I would agree with that. I also think that it's nicer again talking about like going back as somebody's already played it. Mm-hmm. Anytime you start a new game, you're like, oh, I've started ground zero. I have to build up this. I have to go find this item. Yeah. Whereas for any of the classes, you have at least two spells, you have a full set of gear and a weapon that's all within that build or play style. Mm -hmm. Now, like, a lot of the starter weapons, I kept throughout some of my playthroughs because they were that strong. I didn't feel the need to really swap out. They're legitimately amazing, some of them. Kind of nuts. So it's nice to, like, hit the ground running, um, but it's not like you're doing a victory lap. You're not overpowered compared to everything else. It's just you get to do cool shit right away, yeah. But like the enemies will be more difficult typically. Mm-hmm. It there's it's
0: kind of like um, if there's like a vertical tree that you're you're climbing to get up like to your build in Dark Souls Three. Usually, the default game has you like jump over to a couple vines be like okay now this is viable now i can get this weapon that's the core of the build now i can do this and convergence is much more like right off the jump oh you want to like you want to try cryomancy something that's like not in the base game you want to try like geomancy you want to try um like uh wind magic or you know like spells that are made for a quality build quality defined as strength and decks um for the, uh, for the listener. It's like, those are all things that Dark Souls 3 doesn't present to you. Well, one, most of those don't exist <laughs> in the base game, but um, they abstract it away a little bit. They make you work for it throughout the entirety of the game rather than being like, all right, this time I'm a blood mage. Let's go.
1: Yeah, it's, it's also not like super hard to get your build online because of that initial starting point being as high as it is. But then like if you find... At Firelink Shrine, your shop person, you can get spells from and give tomes to or your shrine for your build out in the game. You mm-hmm. can trade in currency items to get specific gear or like high tier spells. Yeah. And it feels really cool. So yeah, like, there's so ahead. I was gonna say like my first playthrough because I did kind of start another one um, which I was playing just before you called me. <laughs> <laughs> um, the first one I did was like lightning mage. Like I haven't really done much with magic. This seems kind of cool. Let me check it out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I'm running around like shooting my lightning bow. And then where I forget the boss on the bridge. One of the demons. Ooh, one of no, the demons from, from Dark Souls one. From Dark Souls one,
0: like a Taurus demon or a different one. The first one of the first bosses.
1: Technically. The one that's under the first boss in
0: Dark Souls one, the one under the first boss. Crap, I can't remember his name. The one with the dogs. Uh, I don't know. Now I have to. It's I something. Have to do know.
1: It. Jake's gonna look it up because we're the we're the Dark Souls people. We have to know. <laughs> <laughs> you know the thing from that game with the stuff, yeah. Something so like is that. it a boss that's also in Dark Souls three? Yes, but it's not a boss. Boss, it's just on the bridge. Oh, you're talking about Above, the... Uh, Above Swamps. Oh, like the...
0: Oh, right, right, right. Um, I think it literally is called like the Watchdog of Farron or something like that. No, no that's the... um, The Wolf of Farron is the Covenant Keeper. Yeah. You're talking about the big ravenous kind of...
1: It's something... Rat-looking dog. Yeah. Not a rat-looking dog. This is the one to the Boreal Valley? The one on the bridge? No, no, no. no. Above Farron Swamp, there's a bridge. I like how this has become its, its own subsection. I know. I'm sorry. We, we, no, <laughs> when you go up, there's like that big demon on the one side. And then if you go to the right, um, there's like a couple of like gem lizards. Hmm. But it's like the big demon. He can pick you up and throw you. He's the one with the tree trunk. No, he has a maze kind of like he looks almost identical to the first boss in Dark Souls one, who I'm also not remembering the name of. Gotcha. He's a stray demon. Yeah, that's yeah, the one. Yeah. There we go, yeah. We got it, everybody. <laughs> but opposite of where the stray demon is, I found a shrine to... Uh, I guess either... I'm just going to say a lightning god. It's left kind of vague. But yeah. from there, I got so many cool fucking spells that I had to like grind for to get that specific currency to be able to buy... But Mm -hmm. then it helped my FP regen. It made my spells cheaper. It made them stronger too. Yeah. So it feels like there's like a quick ramp to like go through the content of the game versus like I can't get my damage up to be able to do a certain boss. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. really good. It's like getting you online and being, hey, where do you want to go? Uh, We have something that connects to here. Did you want to get to that boss earlier? You can go over there. That's fine. Yeah. It's not like you must do the exact same progression path through this game. Yeah, it's very much play your way. And like
0: Dark Souls 3 usually is, like I said, they they hide your build upgrades and things like that in all of these different locations. And like one of the main changes that Convergence, the Convergence mod adds is like for whatever covenant that you have selected. And in Dark Souls 3, you can change your covenant whenever you want. Convergence is the same. Uh, It determines what currency, what like um, progression currency you get from the enemies you kill.
1: Not entirely? Because you can still get stuff for other currencies.
0: You can. Uh, certain enemies will have... Well, uh, yeah, I guess I'll define it as the drop pool. So, like, certain enemies, such as, like, things in the swamp, they may always drop, like,
1: uh, murky uh, drag
0: scraps or something like that. Yeah, murky, murky sediment. is. A, I think they actually do drop. Um, and they always will drop. But anytime you kill any enemy, there's a chance that you get one of your covenant items um and that though you can get both you can get both um perfect example of this is the Deac- deacons of the deep boss fight i'm convinced is the best place to farm in the entire game dude it's well, as soon
1: as you get to the church you're like i'm gonna hang out here for an hour and a half
0: <laughs> well there's the one above there's the one where i was streaming and you were watching where you just yeah. spawn and then they die there but the actual boss fight is insane you can drop um Getting a little bit ahead of myself, but, like, there's a necromancy skill. And one of them is you, like, pave a a line of death in front of you that lasts, like, 30 seconds, and it's just massive damage over time for anything standing in it. Takes a while to cast. Wouldn't be too great for most bosses. If you can just, like, cut off the path that they're all... There's a big statue in the middle of the room, a square statue, and you can just draw a line so as they come around the corner, they walk into the death carpet and vaporize. And it's just currency, 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 currency. You can farm anything ridiculously yeah, fast.
1: Yeah. It's stupid. And then you're like, "Oh, well I beat the boss. What am I going to do? How am I going to do that again?" Mm-hmm. Oh, you can replay any boss fight. Yeah. And it feels so cool. It feels so cool. I I literally went back to fight Deacons of the Deep Deac- Deacons of the Deep again. Mm-hmm. Uh so I could be like, "Hey, I'm back. I'm stronger now. <laughs> yeah. Because I didn't have crazy AoE when I initially fought them. Uh, so I came back. I put on like my ice aura. I'm just walking mm-hmm. around, like, what up? What up? And that does like percent damage and like staggers them all briefly. Yeah. Feels good.
0: It does feel really good. It's like if you like making a build or like Dark Souls 3 has has a decent magic, it's completely viable as a playthrough. Um, the. Convergence mod makes a lot of changes that makes magic like almost a core part of any build. Even if it's skills, you're going to be using that FP bar. Uh, it regenerates over time now, which is a massive change. Um, and some of the spells actually accelerate it even more. There's like um, there's usually like a capstone sort of ability. Uh, not all of the twelve or sixteen or however many like uh, covenants exist there for it. Um, not all of them have a capstone sort of like here's your stance but a lot of them do and like there's one for casting where it's like hey uh, i think it's the crystal sorcery um school where it's like you're now at half health all the time it's just we're gonna have your health but 20 percent extra damage to all your spells also you regenerate fp way faster and go ham right like that's basically what they're saying um and so it's just there's so many support pieces for magic that not using any of it feels like a waste.
1: Yeah, I've I've done sword and board or just big honk and sword builds so many times. because uh, Magic's too complex for my stupid brain. So mm. I'm like, let me just hit stuff. Cool. Uh, and then I got spoiled by using ranged lighting magic, getting a shield that took 40... 40 numerically not 40 seconds off my cast time yeah and i'm just cast like speed 40 i'm yes. just fucking lightning at people and then i got very spoiled because i'd always i forgot how to do boss fights i'm like i'm gonna be over here by the spawn door and shoot <laughs> arrows like, until they run it. in at me yeah yeah <laughs> and then i would just roll like a motherfucker and be like do i have enough space mm-hmm. more arrows yeah it's out of
0: all the things that they add just this is the most fun magic Dark Souls experience. It's not It's not even like... Hands down, there's reasons FromSoft did not set things up the way that the Convergence mod did. They didn't make all of the, the NPCs available at the Firelink Shrine right off the jump um, because they want you to go out and find them in the world and have this slow development. Convergence doesn't care. It's like, yeah. you want to be a Geomancer now? Uh, go buy a Geomancer um, item and... So there's like three, there's three casting implements in Dark Souls. There's the uh, there's staves or staffs, staves, um, chimes, uh, and uh, staffs are for sorcery. Chimes are for faith, and then there's the pyromancy flame, which is literally just for pyromancy. And conjuration mod is like that last thing seems kind of underused. What if there's like flames? For all of these other elements, and now this is where Cryomancy's come from, and where Geomancy comes from, they just took that item, that hand item, and made it for all of these other schools of spells, and it's so cool.
1: Somebody, somebody just googled like the hex value for like brown, like brown. Yeah, Geomancy. Yeah. There you go, Geomancy.
0: Yeah, yeah. But they did a lot of work on the particle effects on a lot of these spells. Some of them are just reused, but um, like light sorceries has a bunch of really cool unique ideas um and things that just didn't exist in Dark Souls before. It's not just taking the same spells and making them all available at the beginning of the game.
1: Yeah. Like the first one I think I tried as like a I was just trying each one for like 10 minutes to be mm. like what does this magic do? Right. Uh was I think blood where I had like bite and gnaw. Yeah. Mhm. Uh and that spell design is from the hags i think yeah like the um the grave hags
0: in that undead area that are like they talk about the curse and they cast the spell it flies through the air at you yeah they have like a tome
1: and a giant maze and then Uh, they huck this thing that hits you for bleed damage um but like they essentially replicated that but then like what jake was saying with cryomancy and how i mentioned like i had a fucking ice aura Where, if I was just near enemies, they took percent damage. Yeah. So you throw that out on a boss fight, it lasts for 20 seconds. There were times I would just kite. I'm like, this, I'm actually doing better damage just being near them than trying to get in an auto attack.
0: Yeah. There's actually, it's not on my list, but there's a hilarious one in Druidism, which again, not a base Dark Souls 3 thing. Um, It's all about summoning all of that. The summons are cool. It's a cool concept. I wish there were some changes to it, but. Uh, They literally have a toggle. They have a a stance that's like, oh, it like increases your damage, I think, or something. But specifically, it gives you a thorns effect. So if you roll into enemies like Kirk from Dark Souls Mm one, you do extra damage just by rolling into people. And it's like, okay, this is a spell that supports this. I would say esoteric build design, right? Like Um, just just some really crazy
1: stuff. What's your build? I'm the guy who runs at them. Mm
0: hmm. Mm -hmm. and there's because of the um so usually in dark souls it's like you have different casting implements you can't cast sorceries and spells at the same time or if you find a tool that casts both it probably has garbage stats to kind of like balance it out um and they actually implemented that there is a a hand that casts everything everything in the game from every single school and if you do that, and you're like, I don't really care about maximizing damage, or I just want to do buffs, you can mix and match spell match spells from, like, all of these different disciplines. And I absolutely did, because I was trying to break builds and make things ridiculous. Um, so if I, could steal, if I could steal the microphone for a second. Got it. Um, I had a Pokemon Trainer build, is basically what I'm calling it, which was Druid base. I could like summon a pet one at a time to fight a boss. And I filled most of my spell slots with these pets. And then I had a buff that um, made the pet stronger enfeeble, (laughs) which made enemies weaker. (laughs) And then a heal (laughs) that I would kind of like just spam out in a fight. And combined with lich form, which makes it so your health is doubled, but you have no mana and you cast from health but it total heals you every time you cast the heal spell. I just sat there in fights, and I'm just, like, ch- like toggling buffs and things like that, like, mashing this heal button as, like, my little my little empowered rat is, like, trying to take down, you know, um, uh, Pontiff Sullivan or something like that. You know, he's he dies in two hits, but I'm healing him fast. <laughs> and what I would do, the, the challenge was, could I beat the boss just with my rotation of Pokemon? before i run out of pokemon <laughs> not all of them are doable but a lot were
1: i wish i went into summons more um for anybody who's wondering it's very much like you know those videos are like what if this enemy fought this boss mm-hmm. they just have the ai stand next to each other that's what it is yeah. like you get the ai version of the rats or whoever else you get mm-hmm. but what's really cool about the summons is it's not relegated to little shitty jobber types um i've gotten like a roaming knight i've gotten that giant terrifying spider that drops from the ceiling and makes you shit your pants the first time deep accursed Um, yeah by the way uh doesn't fit a lot of places so keep that in mind
0: (laughs) and if you if you try to summon that one against the uh um crap we just mentioned the boss name deacons of the deep Mm -hmm. if you try to summon it in that they're like we can all hit it. Like We have like 30 guys and they're all using spells
1: and they're all going to hit it at the same time. It dies. It just yeah. does. But it's really funny. But like it's it's fun to use as like a de-aggro tool for some of the boss fights. Mm-hmm. Um, but also I think you're only limited to a summon per bonfire. In yes. that if you summon something and it dies, you can't resummon it until right. you go to a bonfire.
0: And that's the part I'm like, I'm not super, I'm not a super fan
1: about it, but I kind of also understand it from a balancing perspective. It, it would be so broken otherwise. It would be so I'd be broken. over here, I'd summon like the most aggro enemy, like the uh, the crucifix people from the swamp. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm going to summon you. Look, that guy looked at us funny and let it go do its thing and it would break through shield and kill something and be like, oh, it died and fixed and summon another what? One of my
0: favorite interactions is um, so like there's different spell um, groups or different disciplines get different summons. Druids get like a lot of natural summons and some big things. Giant crab is one of the standouts for that. Giant crab. Oh my god yes. Um, But necromancer gets things like undead, you know some archers, things like that. But then they can also get, I think this is the advanced covenant, they can get dark wraiths. And dark wraiths as many dark souls players have probably discovered have a grab attack that drains humanity and does a ton of damage and is meant to like kill people and it works against all humanoid enemies and some bosses in the game or particularly invaders like npc invaders um dark knights make short work of them as they're just like, hey, I'm going to grab you. And the NPC is like, guess I'll die. <laughs> and it just drains their whole health part. Does Ganondorf side B? Gotcha. Uh-huh. And I just, I love that. I, I do wish I could resummon maybe like a certain, a couple times or something like that. But I understand. It would, it would be
1: uh, nice to have multiple bone wheel skeletons as mm-hmm. a joke. Like yeah. if you had like, let's say even three charges, I'd be okay with that. Yeah, they definitely fall off
0: a little bit. I think their best use, even with the Pokemon trainer build, which was hilarious to just spam heal over and over again. I think that they're best used as a distraction while you deal with the boss, just to have it like focus on a different AI. And the way like multiplayer difficulty usually scales in Dark Souls when it comes to bosses is like if you have phantom summoned in, in the base game, the bosses get more health. Like that's how it usually trades out. And you're bypassing that by summoning in your pets once you get to the boss arena. So they can't be that strong because the boss doesn't have any more health.
1: It's basically cheating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But the it's fine. I'd say the other one minor thing with it that's unfortunate is if you summon a pet outside the arena, I don't oh, think they yeah. come in with you. Yeah. I had it
0: happen like once that one made it in and I'm pretty sure he cheated to get into the boss room because <laughs> <laughs> I, never, I never saw it again dbz instant transmission Uh uh-huh i think it was just like a massive hitbox and he just like got shoved through a wall by something that happened with the physics but um yeah no it's it's a fun time there's um there's a lot of other really cool skills and builds i mentioned the lich form which i think to this day to this day as though it's an ancient thing um is like i still think that there's some builds that you can find out there that use lich form to like double your health, cast from health and get some damage, some damage burst in there somehow mm-hmm. and self sustain through like the druid heal. And it's probably broken. I just haven't quite found it yet, but the potential is. I'd have is to there.
1: look at all the billion spells they have.
0: Mm-hmm. That's the trick. Like, there's just a lot of really awesome spells.
1: Um, so there's like. Sorry, go ahead. Thank you. Um, so, like, what. <laughs> What did you main? Like, how far did you get in your playthrough? Did you do multiple playthroughs? Or are you just checking out spells? or
0: I did single playthrough, but I did a lot of getting currency for the different disciplines, maxing them out, and, like, playing around with the spells. Um, and I did ultimately uh, beat all the bosses on that character. I didn't find the build. I was like, okay, this is it. This is the one broken build that they absolutely failed to patch, which I guess is good, you know for the game i really wanted to try to get blood magic and lich form together Mm -hmm. but as it turns out blood magic takes fp and um, heals you a little bit over time and lich form takes your fp makes it nothing and then makes you cast from health and if you cast a high cost blood magic they have like spenders and builders i guess like work you're hurting your own health and some of their spells to cast. And if you double tap that in lich form, it's just like, you just used your big single target damage button. You have died as a result. <laughs> the target <laughs> your, was you. Right. As it uh, me all along. The, the spell usually takes health and FP. And now that's all coming from health, <laughs> you know. So. um. But I love that. I love how much versatility there is. Like... Uh, one of the other standouts for me was like Cloudform, which makes you sprint constantly, which is really bad in the painted world. <laughs> as you, like, do you remember the branches you have to drop down? Um, oh yeah. Yeah. Don't use cloud form there because I did once forgetting that it's always constant sprinting. <laughs> and then I died <laughs> immediately <laughs> as I ran off the ledge. Um, but there's hilarious interactions like, um, doesn't take any stamina to sprint and you run while chugging Estes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's insanely strong, by the way. For anybody it's who's not so aware. Good. Um so usually you have to time your attacks or things you want to do, like using an item or drinking some Estus. In between mm-hmm. like a window, we're like, oh, I have some time to myself, I'm gonna use it to heal. Mm-hmm. But then you can just be like, I'm actively dodging or getting out of like hit range while healing. Yeah. It's kind of nuts.
0: You're sprinting. You're sprinting around the boss while healing. Really nice in the Medeer fight, as it turns out. <laughs> I'm just like, sorry, Medeer. I need to. Got to go fast. Chug, chug, chug. Medeer. Medeer. The one that I didn't really try a lot, but I like the idea of, is there's a, um, I think it's a necromancy. It's called Mind Corruption. But you target one enemy, you give it like a big defense boost, and then it just berserk attacks anything near it. It could be you if you're the closest thing but you can turn one enemy against the rest and give it a buff and this is better than like the default i don't even know if dark souls 3 had it i know one did but it's like dregs of life or something you could convert one undead enemy nobody ever used it
1: um that seems very situational yeah when they didn't have bad 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 spell yeah
0: usually bad it's a bad situation But this one gives them a defense boost. So it's like, this could be a really good spell, actually, if you're in a dangerous area where there's a bunch of enemies. Make them fight each other first. Um, And then there's like a a light one. All right, this is the last one. This is the last one on my list I'm going to go through. There's a light one that's just 15 seconds of invulnerability. You just also cannot attack or like take any aggressive actions. It's a timeout spell,
1: basically. (laughs) I mean, could you pair that with other things like the frost aura? See, that's the question. Because, like, Cause... you've already cast it; it's an active thing on you. You're not attacking anymore, mm. um, but you can just stand near the boss theoretically, yeah, and do percent Maybe. damage. Uh, could be viable.
0: Yeah, anything that reduces the damage you deal doesn't affect dots. That was the reason Dark Pact actually can work. It's like a toggle that makes it so you take eighty-five percent less damage. You deal like eighty-five percent less damage, but if everything else on your bar, there's not a bar in this game, you have to toggle through spells like a crazy person. Just those dots. This build might actually work. It's weird, but it might actually work.
1: I just love that's why I love
0: convergence.
1: My asthma build, mm-hmm. like I'm just walking around, pooping, dying around. We're like dun, 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 dun.
0: <laughs> walk cycle music going on. Yeah. So, anyways, those are the spells. It's like it's easily the most visually identifiable change. I think in Convergence, you're like, that's a cool looking circle, <laughs> right? But um, maybe if I remember, I'll try to use the circle as the icon for this episode. That'd be kind of cool. Yeah. I'm also torn on it because we've only ever used two icons, and I don't like
1: change. <laughs> <laughs> Um, So the second build I did uh, Mm -hmm. was was Ice instead of Lightning, Mm -hmm. because I was just curious. That's why I keep talking about the the Frost Aura with Cryomancy. Yeah. And then I also was able to, in a little bit, not initially, summon an Outrider Knight, which are those like Frost Knights that kind of like lurk. They have a bit of a vibe of the Dancer, Mm because they're definitely Boreal Valley themed. And then they just kind of like chill, stalk, and then they rage out on some shit. Uh, And they just hit it with the sword.
0: Yeah. I mean, Vati would love that you made that correlation because they're both Outrider, like knights of Pontiff Sullivan. Like, uh, the dancer's lore, if you look at her description, is that she was made an Outrider knight by Pontiff Sullivan. So, good association. (laughs) Nice. I'm
1: like, these are visually similar. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and I also think I got some buff from Priscilla the Halfbreed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. we're so basically it's the dark mood stuff. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Where basically that buff, I think it takes a third off my max health and FP, but I get like 30% extra damage, a 30% damage resistance buff, and something else. Mm-hmm. So it's just, I kind of harden a little bit. And then me and my outrider knight have been running into on Orlando. Uh, we're slaving some silver knights. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there's so many cool things you can do with it.
0: There's literally you can't even escape it if you're going for like a basic weapons build because like that's the way you're like. I don't care about miracles. I don't care about sorceries in a standard Dark Souls game. I'm gonna make a dex weapons build. I'm gonna make a strength weapons build, or I'll make a quality weapons build. There are covenants <laughs> in the Convergence mod for strength, decks, and quality weapons builds. So, like, you can't escape it. There's there's optimization to be found in skills to use.
1: Or you could just honestly, like, buff your weapon and just leave it at that. Yeah. I, yeah you there's... could just fight the bosses. Just <laughs> play the game normally. Why do you have to cheat I guess it's fine. But yeah, it's uh, nuts the amount of build diversity um, like there's still so many things I haven't tried or things I haven't given a fair shake to mm-hmm. like I think I initially looked into Geomancy and the starting spell sucked I'm like yo we out so I didn't really explore it too much but I'm sure it has some really cool things in it if I would just explore yeah I got the impression that a lot
0: like after I was doing my discipline by discipline breakdown I was like I feel like Geomancy has a lot of high damage massive AoE potential um, like some of them are a little bit better than others just because of the way resistances work in Dark Souls but they're all they all have some potential and fun and you don't even have to pick you're just like oh yeah I will just equip the Omni hand and cast one spell from Cryomancy if I want like the Frost Shield and then I'll put everything else in some other tool and actually cast from that it's
1: I like the idea of the boss waiting in the boss room uh-huh. and sees you through the fog gate and you're just doing like all these different stances and getting all these uh-huh. buffs. You walk in, just gets one shot and you're like, fuck.
0: I literally did that with the, uh, the, the first change boss, the watchdog, the fire link. Mm-hmm. Cause I was like using him for a damage test. I was like, if I stack a bunch of buffs for damage here and then I cast like the massive include self damage, like blood magic nuke, Like, how much damage do I do to get this guy? And then he died in a hit. (laughs) And I was like,
1: okay, I think it's good. (laughs) Speaking of, uh, how do you feel about some of the boss changes? They're good.
0: They're basically all good.
1: (laughs) So the one that Jake's talking about right now is, if you remember the lizard doggo from the Boreal Valley Bridge, it's that, but it's on fire, and that's your first boss.
0: Yeah, Mm mm-hmm. That's the one I thought you were talking about, and I was like, oh, okay, never mind. You're talking about Street Demon. I got you. But, um, yeah. It's nothing wrong with uh, with Gundeer. but um, running into a different boss that just falls from the sky <laughs> as your yeah. first encounter is a good warm-up for the way Convergence will treat you.
1: <laughs> also, it's nicely themed for like how they have that starting area all kind of ablaze. Mm-hmm. Also... Because I feel like the mod has a lot of quality of life stuff. You're like, the community is like, oh, this is kind of minorly annoying. I wish they didn't do this. Oh, I shouldn't have to like perfectly roll and jump up this tree to get to this one area early to get the silver covetous ring. Mm -hmm. There's like, oh, we put a ramp here. Is that cool? Oh, yeah. I don't really want to save up 20k when I'm trying to like build my early levels into um, upgrading my weapon to then Mm -hmm. instead get that key to go up the tower. And they're like, oh, towers unlocked. You're like, oh, cool yeah so also something like visually impairing like the second form of gun where it's like black demon slime and it's mm-hmm. very hard to see what's going on in the arena in comparison there's like uh we've we've given you a dog yeah <laughs> it's honestly i i feel
0: it's a better first boss than, than gun deer sorry i'm sorry for Soft, but
1: um... there's already another gun right so it's not like we've removed him from the game
0: yeah they kept the harder one. They put them somewhere else, um, and yeah, there's there's a lot of custom bosses added, changes to existing bosses. Like I don't want to go through through all of them, but I do want to mention this is so, sort of a random one. But there's um, uh, Wolnir. I didn't hate his. I'm going to put this in quotes. Boss fight <laughs> in the base game, <laughs> but because uh, it had a really cool reveal when you're there oh, it was in the so darkness. Cool. There's literally youtube react videos of people who see Wolnir for the first time they're like what's that gold shiny thing and it's like or no there was an item on yeah. a corpse in his boss room and you run up there and there's just a giant skeleton head watching you and then the boss fight starts starts crawling up after you awesome aesthetic not a great boss fight <laughs> you don't do much really
1: no and you very much have to wait pushover. and then hit something very specifically. So depending on your build, it can be more of a pain in the ass. For yeah. For sure. But for most people, he's,
0: he's basically trivial, even like melee weapon. Um, and then they re-envision it for this. And they're like, hey, what if instead of touching the chalice to fight Wolnir, like going to this other area to fight him, um, what if when you walk into this big room with all these pillars and things like that, you're fighting like a prime Wolnir as... A slightly taller than your average person but person undead and he's just here to mess your day up you know like a 1v1 no re <laughs> and it's it's really refreshing it's really cool to see that
1: did you have any issues with him or do you think it's kind of easy peas at that point
0: i don't know if he was yeah i mean he wasn't particularly difficult but he was I, my build was pretty good at that point, so that's that's part of it, right? Like you can just cast your way through a lot of fights, and he's a bit of a martial type character. I think he had some ranged abilities, but
1: yeah, he had some of like the Nito, uh Spike. Yeah, from, uh, mm-hmm. but he's I think a lot standard. of people hit him very late in their runs, in comparison to some other bosses. But crazily enough, you can actually face him super early. Because a lot of areas will have just, like, a random door to another area. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, as soon as you go to that uh, tower where you have the giant archer, and at the bottom of that you continue through a road of sacrifices, if you instead make a left, oh, you can just go to Catacombs of Carthus. Yeah. You don't need to do it after, a, like, a major boss fight.
0: It's very much like... Um... I'm imagining you like open a door and you end up in another dimension type situation. There's a lot of shortcuts like that feel like that in convergence where you're like, "All right, I guess I'll continue the standard progression," and then you like open a door and it's like, "Welcome to molten, welcome to Bowser's castle." You know, you're like,
1: "Huh." <laughs> it's it's cool though, just because. Certain builds might be locked behind. Oh, there's a tome or a specific item I need. Mm. Normally, for like the progression, it's locked, and I have to like wait and go through these many bosses. But it really branches out for where you want to go, whenever, for the most part. Yeah, which is again super huge and convenient, and like you don't realize it as much. Like you'd have to play through the base game and be like, oh, I guess it would be kind of inconvenient, and then play mm. the mod oh, my carriers have all all gone away. I do three bosses. I take this random door. For sure, done. We're there. Exactly.
0: Yeah, I think what they did is they took the Lord Souls and they put them all at dead ends. Like if a Lord Soul was required, like if you had to fight Abyss Watchers to get to the catacombs before, now that's no longer the case. The, Lord, the Abyss Watchers have a Lord Soul, so you don't have to fight them to get to a different area anymore. They're yeah. all at dead ends, I
1: believe. So, speaking of, I kind of want to talk about Yorm's area a little bit. Yeah. Do you remember the name of that? I'm blanking. Profane Capital. Ah, yeah. Profane Capital was mainly, like, a bridge,
0: a <laughs> <Yeah. another laughs> fallen
1: tower, and another bridge. Uh, yeah. and it was a very boring area. There were some, like, branch-offs off the side, but not that much.
0: It was an entirely optional poison swamp area with the hand enemies there. I do not like And those. the hair enemies there.
1: The hair enemies, I think I've actually gotten over my fear now. Because of how I'm overpowered like a... I was to kill them. Like, let's go. Yeah, right. <laughs> also, be, like again, having like an AoE spill that does damage just in an area, I can just walk mm-hmm. by and like, that's an enemy. Also, doesn't aggro them. They oh, just okay. take damage.
0: They just die. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it takes a bit, but it's funny. Also, I can do it with mimics. Anywho, profane capital. Um, if you go off to the left a little bit, there is a full fucking maze. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. I spent a good half hour in that and had a great time. And then afterwards, there's a boss. It was a really cool culmination and fresh content that they just put in.
0: Mm -hmm. They even followed like the Dark Souls tradition of letting you see the area before you can immediately reach it. Because you're probably coming from the Aerithel dungeon. Mm Mm-hmm. And you ha- you're like likely at the overlook. There's a there's a couple exits, but you're likely at the overlook where you would see the path to the profane capital, that middle bonfire area, and you could be like, "Wait a minute! <laughs> there's not supposed to be another bridge leading off to what is clearly a maze." <laughs> <laughs> I also really like one touch about that maze is they like they also nail some of the um, environmental storytelling and like aesthetics like there's a bunch of broken ladders all through the maze of people who like tried to just cheat it and you know build a ladder up the side to get to the top like none of them are functional but it's really cool to see them
1: yeah it's it did uh, like you said before it's a passion project or mm-hmm. done out of love but also talking about Yorm and then harkening back to blanket on the guy Woolnir they essentially just removed gimmick fights. So, yeah. Yorm, as we all know, you take the Storm Ruler, you charge it four times, you headshot him. They removed the Storm Ruler. <laughs> um, so, do the full Yorm fight piece. Uh, but I actually had a lot of fun doing it because it's it's a very intense boss fight because he's literally a giant and has these huge like empowered swings with those giant fucking two-handed axe mm-hmm.
0: um they speed like, him up a bit i think they might yeah. i think like because he he always has his later phase where he's like all right we're gonna ignite and start two-handing the weapon and stuff but he seems so much I, I, this could be placebo but he seems more dangerous than the base game
1: yeah and the other thing is like he has a mountain of fucking health so normally like as a gimmick fight you just storm ruler and you're like oh he's easy boss and then when you hit him for the first time, uh, you're like, oh, I'm a noodle. I'm a noodle. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was just very fun to do and see that change. Because for me, it was like the moment of like, I ran to where the storm ruler was. I'm like, let me grab this item for this boss fight. And it just wasn't there. I was like, yeah. oh, this is how That's you it. do me dirty. <laughs> yep. It was a cool reveal moment. Did you have anything like that specifically? We are like, oh, shit, they changed that. It's really nice. Oof! Uh, I'll have to think about it. Um,
0: I guess actually, there's. Uh, I think it's the untended graves. They have a. It's so so. Triple phase boss fights are really rare in Dark Souls. Um, or multi phase. Well, two phases you get f- somewhat frequently, but there's usually an enemy there, like IDEX Gundir the ch- or Champion Gundir. I think yes. right. Uh, IDEX is the original, and um, they replaced him with like. A character and they love to do this in convergence where they're just like the base games they kind of just like give you little snippets of lore so that body can like stay in a day job but they don't like spell it out to you exactly and in this mod they're just like we'll spell it out to you rather than being like ah yes the firstborn son of gwyn blah 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 blah. and they're just like uh yeah this is solaire uh so this is <laughs> solaire's covenant and you're just gonna you're gonna fight for solaire now, <laughs> you know um But they also fill in some of, like, the popular fan beliefs. And there's a boss there that represents the, um, I believe, that's my understanding, she's the, um, like, usurpation of fire or lord of dark ending. Um, The sacrifice, bride, Henri or whoever. Like, she basically plays that role as a boss. She's this fallen um, seeker of dark essentially and i just showed up there i was like all right here to fight here's my ticket one champion gun deer, please and it's like now you're gonna fight this lady and she's super aggressive and she's just like a black flame frida style nonsense i'm like
1: okay yeah, that works too <laughs> that's yeah that's an accurate description uh which i did not appreciate fighting black flame frida again <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. yeah i'm invisible
1: she- i've teleported i'm gonna take this huge line of aoe dodge that shit also this one Holmes. peace
0: yeah i had an advantage for that fight because my um my pokemon had no problems detecting her while she was invisible
1: (laughs) (laughs) get him gotta catch (laughs) him yeah um also it's worth mentioning uh, a lot of those things are kind of off of existing models or existing Mm -hmm. animations. So we, like we mentioned that similar to black flame Frida because there's definitely some overlap and that's fine. Um, but there's also some that are like completely fresh, like arch Druid Kmar, which I don't think is a super easy fight. No, but he uses, like wisps. he has like ghost dog summons that you see on like the way to the boss fight. That's Mm -hmm. just really cool for theming. Um, and they, I swear to God, they stole some animations from Sekiro too. They did; they absolutely did. And it's just it's a really cool, unique change of pace for that versus Curse Rotted Greatwood, who I don't mm-hmm. think anybody likes. <laughs> Definitely, he's not in anyone's top ten list. I don't think.
0: Like to the stolen animations point, if you start as a, it's not called Blood Mage. I think it's Blood Priest. I think it's called Blood Priest. Mm-hmm. Um, you start with like a Corvian Greatsword. It's like a curved sword actually has pretty low requirements for a great sword, but um it's moveset is like you use the stance attacks and you vanish in like a cloud of feathers and then you do like a, a, a horizontal attack or a plunging attack. Like those are the two moves. Love that thing. Use it the entire game. I'm almost completely convinced that the moveset is taken from the fan counterattack in Zekiro. You jump up now. I'm getting a shake.
1: It's it's like the black feather.
0: Oh, right. Yeah. No, no, no. I'm conflating two items in Sekiro. But it's the same animation as from the feather. The vanish. And kind oh, yeah. Tag. Entirely. Mm-hmm. And it's so cool. It's uh, yeah. Chris Pratt. We get it. But <laughs> like, it's really freaking Like it feels so good to use that weapon and have a completely different approach, potentially for bosses where you're like, I'm not gonna block this, I'm not gonna roll out of this, I'm not gonna exist, (laughs) right? Like for a couple (laughs) frames, and that's how I'm getting out of it. And then you die because you don't know how many frames are the bosses gonna
1: attack for. I did watch that a lot. (laughs) You're like, Yeah, I'm I'm an invincible, gets hit. I was like, (laughs) Who, yeah, but like adding that level of speed and we've already talked about the spell variety in general, but mm-hmm. basically that speed really helps start Souls three is already the fastest. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. but it just adds a whole nother degree of options for you. Cause it doesn't feel slow and clunky. Cause that's yeah. never felt good in a souls game. Like there's definitely weight in one that we learned to appreciate. Cause that's what we knew. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's so much better the faster it is because you feel Which like is the reason you're being rewarded for like your timings of things when you dodge right. when you attack. It's not like because you had a five second window. It's because you actually timed it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the closest one to match like Bloodborne speed. And a lot of people love that. <laughs> like bloodborne you hit the dodge button and you appear five feet away from where you, where you started <laughs> and that's that's how it works but um yeah know convergence is convergence is really good um it's honestly if you haven't watched every lore video that's come out in the last i don't know how many years 20 30 40 um for dark souls like it has a lot of it baked into the descriptions. Then they just take out a lot of the smoke and mirrors, which I'm a little mixed on that, but legitimately you could play the game and catch up. You can tell that everybody who worked on it, like love dark souls and really just wanted to expand it. They really wanted to add options. They wanted to get people playing. Um, And it's, it's honestly just like, I'm trying to think of a total conversion mod that I, could recommend more than this one or a massive expansion community mod that I could recommend more than this one I can't really think of anything
1: I haven't explored it really enough to say I will say that there are a lot out there like a Mm -hmm. lot a lot Um, because people do love the game and the community a lot so people want to make stuff for it expand the game universe a little bit Mm -hmm. but this is the first one that I've that's come to my ears and I'm not somebody who follows mods of yeah. like, Hey, this is some crazy shit. So thanks to zero Lenny's video, I checked it yeah. out and I was like, mm, Jake, play it. Yeah, like, yeah. get to it. I'm like, mm, okay. But like, <laughs> you <don't know. laughs>
0: you're like, yeah, but I put it on the episode docket and I was like, fine, I'll play. And <laughs> I, then I beat all the bosses and I put 40 hours into it. But,
1: <laughs> but that's it's... just Jake and a dark souls three playthrough. So I'll be like, Hey, dark souls three faith build and You're like, I should play it Yeah, Yeah, you're right. You're right. Currently, I'm thinking
0: like this is an aside to everything. Convergence is great. Play Convergence. It doesn't cost money. Download it from Modne- uh, from Nexus. Uh, massive shout out to the people who made Convergence, and I don't know their names, but good work, you untold heroes. Unsung, unsung heroes. But I've been watching people play like Bloodborne recently and things. I was like, I haven't really spent that much time in Bloodborne. Maybe it's time to like go back and actually give it some time. We'll see. Who knows? Or Hollow Knight. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, Hollow Knight, I can watch you stream it, at least. Um, it's really good. But they're both really yeah. good games. Really good. But yeah, if you are somebody who has played Dark Souls 3, or you just... No, actually, that I feel like that is a prerequisite. If you played mm-hmm. Dark Souls 3 and you enjoyed it, check out the Convergence mod. Because oh, uh, yeah. it's definitely going to change enough... To where it's gonna feel fresh. It's not gonna feel like I'm doing Dark Souls 3 again. Mm-hmm. Also, um, just try one of the classes out. See if you like it. You don't need to be overwhelmed for options. Just, just pick lighting and like fuck around. You're like this is some cool shit. Yeah, that's good advice. And then if you're like lighting's cool, but I want to summon stuff, check out necromancy. Check out being a druid. Like there are so many cool things. Some of which are like used from game assets. Other things are entirely custom, oh, yeah. but they're all really fucking cool. So please check it out. We're not affiliated in any way. We just enjoyed it, and we like Dark Souls. um I don't know if we have to do the disclaimer if it's a free mod and we're not making any money off of it. And either well, they. I mean, from you know advertising. No. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But yeah, um, a lot of work went into this, and it really shows. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's cool, it's so cool to see, and be able it's, to play it.
0: It's gamers, game, and gamers. That's that's the tagline, for people that make mods. Doesn't make any sense, but if you have any taglines that do make sense, we've gone nigh two, three, four years without one. So if you have suggestions for a tagline, you can send those in soapstone podcast at gmail.com or you can join the discussion on facebook that's like facebook.com slash soapstone podcast i think
1: right yeah
0: as always we'll see you in the next one have a good night